Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's the Friend Zone. The Tim and Guy come to the Friend Zone. Have a good time, yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Well, in that case, hello and welcome to the friend zone, everybody. That's right, it's the time for you to put down whatever ails you and pick up a nice, cool, warm mug of friendship. Now, let me, a point of clarification, your honour. Yes. If something that ails you, is that something that is bad for you or something that is fixing that which is bad for you? Like, is it the medicine or the uh, illness? What ails you, it's A-I-L-S. So that's like, what is your what burdens you? What is your problem? So right. put down what ails you is like, whatever is causing you an issue, just put that to the side for now. And a warm mug of friendship, that's a good thing. That's Who's holding to be. on to their poison though, you know? Well, it's not poison. Like, it could be a, a big assignment that's sort of hanging oh, over I you. I see, I see, I see. So, something you're going to have to deal with at some point. Well, I mean, you're not doing a very a good job. Of, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. But the, the yeah. idea is not to think about it in those terms. It's just like, yeah, you just get get this out of, the, out of the way. Unless you work while listening to us talk. In which case, have at it. <laughs> really give them hell for. Well, we're all here on the zone. And that's yeah. the important bit, isn't it? Yeah, you in the zone right now? I am in the zone, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, that's Are good. Are you in the zone? Yeah, I'm absolutely in the zone. We've that's been listening so to uh, Enigma's Return to or of Innocence. It's the song that goes... <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think they know now. But then I was listening to that... Uh, what's that song called? Oh, fuck. I don't know what it's called, but it's the theme song from Robot Unicorn Attack. Always by something. Anyway, not what we're here to do. Although maybe it could be from here on in. Maybe we just <laughs> listen to like vaguely exotica dance tracks from the... And recreate them for you. Early here. 2000s, yeah. It's always yeah. been the end game. We want to start an acapella electro sort of covers band hey guy the last thing that everyone would have heard is the fourth uh director's commentary on yeah. this the stream of ours wow isn't it stream. isn't it nice to be sort of back in control yeah a little bit man uh we actually are not quite sure what's on that fourth no, one eh? i won't be able to listen to that for many years but we did get a lot of people saying they really enjoyed it so i guess 
It is rare to access to have access to audio people genuinely at the very end of their emotional and physical tether. Yeah. Uh, so in that instance, I can understand why people might have found it interesting. In some ways, I thought it was a very stupid idea, but in other ways, it was the perfect boil down of what this whole project is down into one episode. Yeah. You know? Like a really... beautiful microcosm for where we are at. Yeah, exactly. Giving it to the people and um to our patreon listeners i've been bleeding out the video that goes with the audio so you can what i don't know why you would want to but you can see us going through the pain anyone who's who's given us more than five bucks has got access to that beautiful content yeah oh it's content isn't it and while we're here we also have put up the uh toys toys episode the toys the Wasn't 1992 film, yeah, that was that was crazy with Robin, Robin Williams, Williams and the Joan Cusack, unflappable Robin Williams. There's some ads uh, for that movie that are funny ass. It's just Robin Williams kind of sending up the whole concept of doing a trailer for a movie in a field. Did you watch any of those? Any of the ads? Yeah, no, they're on YouTube. <laughs> hey, we've got some letters that we'd love to share with you guys, uh, penned by you, no less. Yeah, some of you, not all of you. Tim, go yeah, ahead. It'd be pretty. It'd be pretty wild if everyone was sending us letters. Here's a a a, a message which looks really well formatted. Yeah, it's a good size. It's like pretty long, but not too long. Easy on the eyes. It's from Cam, and it looks like his picture on uh, <laughs> on Gmail is is a bit of artwork from like um. Uh, like Danger Doom or something. You know, it's in that style yeah, of cartoony. That, that's great. Dear Timotheus of Kentstone to Noble. Hey, look, I can also see there's a subject at the top. You should read the subject line out. <sighs> Pressing information on what's in James Reed's box and the origin of the man himself. Hello, Timotheus of Constantinople and Guy de... Oh, what is that? How do you say that? Le- Lucinian. Lucinian. What is that? Ah, I got no idea. There's a G in there. I hope my message reaches you in a timely fashion and finds you in both good health. It finds you both in good health. Uh, near the beginning of the series, he postulated what James Reed hidden, uh, had hidden in the laptop box was a collapsible sword. That was Fuck one of yeah, you. That I was definitely that. one of yours. I remember that. At first, I laughed this off, but then the clues began to fall into place. After months of research, I finally have an answer. The only other time a collapsible sword has ever been put in a box was in the 1986 British-American docodrama Highlander. It's <laughs> describing Highlander as a docudrama. That's good. Uh, where the villainous Kurgan keeps his claymore in several pieces in a briefcase. Upon further research into James Reed's name, I can firmly conclude that James Reed is, in fact, an immortal. Uh, forever battling the immortals for, quote, the prize. Living out centuries as various men named James Reed. Uh, forging overlapping birth and death certificates to avoid suspicion. This is good. This, this is, is good. very good. For example, and I think he's even included links here to maybe Wikipedia pages. Uh, James Reed, soldier, 1724 to 1807, American military officer in the French and Indian War and American Revolution. Then we have James F. Reed, 1800 to 1874, a member of the Donner Party. Uh, James A. Reed, a United States Senator from Missouri from 1911 to 1929. Then we have James Hay Reed, uh, who from 1853 to 1927 lived as a U.S. federal so judge. So are these all sort of overlapping so that he yeah. could remain alive up until this point? It was like a, like a handoff. There was yeah, yeah. Like a, Incredible. A baton being passed. James Sewell Reed, 
organizer of the Californian Union Army Volunteers in the American Civil War who lived from 1832 to 1864, and many more. We can gather from these clues that James has detected that Zaccoli is also an immortal and is preparing to train him in the ways of combat. This would explain why he is so angered by Zaccoli falling in love with Somali as immortals are discouraged from taking mortal lovers. Oh, wow. And why James bangs around so much. Mortals mean nothing to him after centuries of life. This also explains why Zaccoli is able to ingest an incredible amount of drugs and still live. Yours sincerely, Dr. Cameron uh, Sislak. Doctor of History. P.S. Feel free to read my name and position of the title of Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Very good send-off, Cam. Cam. That is compelling listening. Uh, I absolutely buy into that mythos. It makes a lot of sense, I think, also uh, for the, I guess, the badness of James Reed from the feelers in the film and Zaccoli's behaviour, uh, just in that they they do treat mortals with dis you know with disregard. That's why Squirrel is just like a barely a blip on his radar. And the most, uh, you know, likely explanation for that is not that he has some sort of personality defect, but an actual fact that he is a it's an more, immortal yeah, who that, is fighting. <laughs> that is more likely in the sense that it is more likely to make watching the movie more enjoyable. There can be only one. I was trying to remember what the Highlander line was. I think that's it. There can be only one. That's why they keep fighting. Apparently the sequel was very, very bad, but the first one's quite enjoyable. I haven't seen either of them. I got one here. I'd love to hear it, Guy. Hey, my go and Bim Tats. Just messaging to say that I'm halfway through season three, having only listened to season two, because I had no idea Hal had it until that one friend zone where you regretfully mentioned... That fact to everyone who already committed to season three. However, I will listen as soon as possible and I'm racing to catch up in time for it to be over forever. Hooray! The main point of my message is to say that the Icelandic festival you mentioned being invited to is very real and very much in Gimli, Manitoba. Do you remember this? Yeah, someone... Who the fuck was... I can't (laughs) even remember who played the goof. Was it Dom? Someone someone was pulling out Yeah, yeah. But it was a real festival in the province of Canada in which... The writer lives. If you were to ever come to Canada and participate in this Viking majesty, I would be more than happy to host you legends and come to the show of comedy goodness or whatever it ends up being. Marco Chenier from Canada. P.S. I'll be sending a donation your way at some point as I have a real job now. P.P.S. You boys are the best potty in the biz. Thank you so much, Marco. And I tell you, if I ever do wind up in Gimli, Manitoba, you will be the first to hear about it. What a what a ledge, what a hospitable ledge! Hey, just on that Howl uh, stuff, been hearing a lot of good things about that Howl premium service. No shit, they they joined forces with Stitcher, and it's like got oh, a, nice. an incredible bank of content on there, including season one of the worst idea of all time. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's apparently it's fucking awesome. That's, and, out, oh, that's outstanding news. And actually, if you go to stitcherpremium.com slash worst, we've got a code. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah, Stitcher Premium. It brings, uh, it brings. it's the new subscription service inside of Stitcher that brings all your favorite free and premium podcasts together under one roof. I tell you what, guys, that is actually awesome. Because, that, say like with CISO, for example, which uh, RIP, I hear is going under. You got to have your oh god, you got to have your CISO and your YouTube and your Netflix or whatever. It's all separate. But with with Stitcher Premium, if you get all of the normal free podcasts and then all of the awesome behind the paywall podcasts all in the one app. 
So uh, once is, again, it's a nice. It's like a wallet with all of your cards, all of them in there. Or even better, it's like when you put your cards into your phone. You know, like Apple Pay. Yeah, sort of yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Stitcher Premium. It's like your phone. Uh, Stitcherpremium.com/slash/worst is the URL. I'm just going to check it works. Actually, let me click the link. God, I hope it does. Oh yeah, that looks that looks like it works. Oh, that takes you to our first uh, season, and you can start a free trial. If you're a maniac, I invite you to listen to the whole um, first season during the free trial, which is probably two weeks. If you haven't listened to it, I reckon that'd be a pretty fun little shotgun. Just go fucking hog wild for two weeks. Yeah, man. Yeah, hard out. Especially like to say goodbye. You know, We could do that. Well, I've We'd- suggested it a couple of times <laughs> and you've always, you've persistently been like, oh, I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> no way. Dear Tim Bot and Guy Fawkes, and I'd like to add that the subject line for this is Friend Zone, which I really <laughs> like. Just listen to all of season two and three over about two weeks and recommended the podcast to several friends. First of all, Simon, fucking hell yes. <laughs> You're doing it right. <laughs> we love that. Figured I'd message you about a couple of things that have come up in recent friend zones. First off, you can call a guy with brown hair a brunette, which, because it's a French word, means exactly the same thing. It is pronounced the same way, but is spelled differently when applied to a guy. Uh, you guys got it right in friend zone 52. Meals ready to eat are the basic field rations of the U.S. Army. Whole meals packaged in such a way uh, as, to not, as, as to not taste terrible even after two and a half years on a shelf in theory at least finally here is a video i think you guys should see it's a chain smokers parody but i think it's relevance the season two is obvious from the title uh kia kaha for the home stretch you brave boys lots of love from wellington you acting kind of shady simon voicey is that how you would pronounce that voicey yeah i want to see what this uh parody is the Chainsmokers, I Only Cheat On You in Dubai. <laughs> Very good. The Chainsmokers must be one of the most parodied musical acts uh, of a generation. I, yeah, devastatingly, I still don't know enough about them to engage in the making fun of them. Neither do I. Uh, but They're I, huge. They're so popular. Well, Everyone I understand our friend Joseph Moore from the Walkout Boys for a while, he called himself the, the Chainsmokers of New Zealand comedy. Which I think was to suggest because they're not liked. I don't think the chain the chain smokers. Well, it depends what. Set. I think they're victims of their own success, right? They're one of those musical yeah. acts. They got too popular too quick. Exactly. Also, Tim, I just want to quickly say this. This isn't a letter, but this is a, a great public service done by a listener, Cody Mims. I'm going to share on the Worst Idea page, but he's uh, after we've re- after that fourth director's commentary went up. Yeah. All on one website. Yeah. Uh, Cody has got synced versions so he's got Grown Ups 2 with Uh-oh. the Dreams Country all synced up ooh this feels legally dubious ah uh, look it no, exists no, it exists I'm not encouraging you to visit the website no we're just saying it exists at the yeah. following web address so there'll be a post saying this exists and then you know you can click on it or not it's your call uh, but that's pretty cool I think thank Wait, you Cody well, what's the address I'm going to post it I'm not going to read it why Mediafire.com. Oh, it's one of them long ones. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. Where are you going to post on the Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, good on you. I'll tell you what, I'll redirect blazepizza.co.nz to go there, right? That is a fun idea. Can you you check that address somewhere for us later? Because we always forget to do these things. Not always. Sometimes. You got send an email? It, send it to me in a message. Yeah, I'm sure it's in there. No, no, not from me. Have you got an email to read? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, dear Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery. Whoa. Okay, Alex. 
<laughs> bit formal, <laughs> but let's see where this goes. Uh, do I know you, dude or lady? Long time listener, first time caller started listening to your podcast after hearing a vague description from Nick Manson of the Weekly Planet and quickly fell in love with the podcast. Ah, oh, bloody love other podcasts bringing us peeps. I love that. Listening throughout the latter years of my college career has been great. And when I was repeating my final year, it was a big help for keeping morale up. Ah, oh, that's great to hear, Alex. I'm in the last week of my finals exams at college and I cannot wait for these five long years to be over. It's not the same as watching the same movie for 60 weeks in a row, but it feels as rough. And as I get closer and closer to the end, I'm glad it's coinciding with you two fine boys getting to the end of your awful trek. Know that when I'm out of this era of my life, I'll be listening to you guys in your post-worst idea era, whatever that entails. I love hearing that because you are bound by word to listen to whatever horse shit we come up with, oh, with either together or individually. Come on, man. Don't, don't play it like that. Thanks for all the I, No, look, some of it's going to be great, but you, in writing this, are now bound. Thanks for all the A laughs. person is only as good as their word, and Alex. As, as soon as I can, you bet your ass I'm going to support the troops. Don't mind if you don't read this out, but if you do... I'd like to let that guy with the set theory joke about... Sorry. I'd like to let that guy with the set theory joke know that, by God, I laughed at that. Set theory joke. Someone, another is, is listener... That a math, is that a math joke? Yeah, it must. There's, yeah. there's a level of intelligent uh, like conversation and humour underscoring the friend zone that we can't even understand. We read them out and we're <laughs> like, that sounds fine. And then other people yeah. are like, that is that, what a great reference. We are but vessels. This is a short one. There was best regards from Alex from Dublin. And can I say that Alex... I, I just want to make a quick comment on this email, if I may, Guy. I think it would be wonderful that for those who have really been involved in the podcast, who have been listening along for a long time, treat the end of this podcast like moving to a different city. This is the start of a whole new era for all of us. Reinvent yourself. Take this as an opportunity to become the person you want to be. You might have had something in your way before you might have been feeling a little bit scared, or maybe you just needed some sort of an opportunity, a trigger point to make some decisions about yourself. Let the end of our show be that trigger change is as good as a holiday be the change you want to see in the world think globally also act globally be global yeah uh so this is a short one uh it comes from james and it's a link to an article the title of which is sex in the city cynthia nixon tipped for new york governor Cynthia Nixon, the Sex and the City 2 star, is being tipped as a possible candidate for governor. And then you have to open the article to read Are more. Are you fucking serious? Deadly, dude. But the caption or the comment from James is, I think the Telegraph has got this wrong. Isn't it Miranda's husband who's running for mayor of New York City? <laughs> <laughs> Holy so, sh! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Thank you, James. A gubernatorial run for Cynthia Nixon, eh? Who would have thought? Who would have seen that coming? I guess they could probably do worse. Uh, So I've got another message here from uh, Nicola, who writes, Hey guys, could I please get a quick message on the friend zone, if possible? No. Uh, Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. That's so mean. (laughs) No, I'm I'm so sorry, Nicola. I have to take Tim's first answer. I can't read out this message. Oh, man. Which is a shame, because I am reading it ahead now. It's so lovely and kind. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's a real shame. Well, Nicola, I guess all I can say is burn in hell. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Here you go. <laughs> My twin sister Haley and I have been huge fans from day one. Been to your live records and your individual comedy shows and fucking loved it. Just want to say thanks so much and love your work. I know Haley will be listening to your comforting Kiwi accents as she jets across the world to Ireland this year. Cheers, Nicola. Well, she should hook up with Alex from Dublin. Yeah, you guys would get along great. So thank you so much, Haley and Nicola. Uh, that is wonderful. And uh, while we're here, Tim, there's also... I'm going to have to scroll back a little bit. Hey, can I tell you something? Yeah, of course. Juliana Chang. Oh, shit. I don't know if I was supposed to use her full name. Too late. Just <laughs> throwing us a tremendous triple-digit donation. Hundo Buckaroonies, my friend. A fucking Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> if the rap songs I listen to are to be believed. Uh, that's great news. Well, thank <laughs> Obviously, a huge thank you to... Ms. To- Chang, allow me... Oh, God. She's put a different... Na- oh, man. I've really fuffed it now. No, you can do some editing. Well, why start now, though? Dear Timbo and Monty, I'm not fully caught up. I only just watched the director's commentary one. Oh, you're pretty much caught up. This was sent bloody 12 days ago. But I see that you have your final show scheduled for August 18th, and I wanted to chuck you some money before the grand finale. Just donated today, August 13th. Guy, you have a comment? Yeah, point of clarification. Uh, that was the last show we were doing, I believe, in Wellington. Mm. There are still uh, a handful more episodes to go of the podcast. I believe uh, seven more watches are owing. 
I learned about your podcast a year ago when someone mentioned in a Facebook thread that you had watched and then talked about Sex in the City 2 52 times. I was intrigued and gave your potty a listen. It was not at all what I expected. I was a fan of the TV show Sex in the City and I naively assumed you would be fans as well since you were committed to watching it so many times. That would make more sense, wouldn't it? My son was born just before Sex in the City 2 came out so I never saw it. I had heard it was vacuous, but I didn't realise how much until I heard your tales of despair after each watch. Though it was different from what I expected, I soon became charmed by your silly banter, which reminded me of the hours spent hanging out with my friends when I was in college instead of studying. As a middle-aged woman of colour, I could really appreciate. I really, I also really appreciated your resolute resistance to making misogynist comments about the film, which even as a feminist, I could see would be easy to do after being tortured by fifty-two watches of the film. Your awareness of the film's cultural uh, imperialism and your ability to express love for each other without uh homophobic anxiety you boys give me hope in the younger generation i wasn't planning to listen to season three since i had absolutely no interest in we are your friends <laughs> but i gave it a try and again was quickly hooked i didn't think it could top the hilarity of the land sharks episode uh, you could top the hilarity of the land sharks episode but i found myself laughing throughout the director's commentary one thank you for the many many hours of entertainment and company i always looked forward to putting my son to sleep because I will put on your podcast after I say goodnight. For your sake, I am glad that you'll be moving on to hopefully less insane adventures, and I look forward to seeing what you do next. Your fan, you can say my name, Leanna. Oh, man. That is the loveliest message I ever did here. I feel warm. Thank yeah. you so much, Leanna. I feel like I could go. I could. I could take a few knocks in the day now. Yeah, well, hopefully not. But hopefully yeah. I won't have to. But you could. But I could. I understand. Thank Such you very much. Such armor you've uh, provided us with, Leanna. Leanna, very, very happy to uh, to hear your tale of absolute unbridled joy. And I hope your child's good. Yeah, obviously. You know? we, we wish you and your family only the best. <laughs> only yours, though. Hey, boys. Love your stuff. Messaging to say I've always liked the various intro songs you've used over the years. And I think it would be awesome to end your glorious run by giving them all another go during the last few episodes. Cheers, Colin. Hey, I don't know, because you edit the podcast, how easy that is, but that sounds like fun. I'm pretty sure I've still got them all. I would think they'd all be there. Yeah. God, I'll be pretty upset if I've lost them, to be honest, <laughs> now I think about it. Well, thank you very much, Colin. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to send you this email, Guy, because it's long, and I feel like I'm just doing a bunch of long correspondence. You're just doing these quick little notes. Is that cool? Yeah. You, you whack open your Gmail and give us a bloody read of this oh, one. I've got... Oh, okay. If I got, you please. I've got one big juicy one after that as well in the old Facebook here. Very good. <laughs> I don't know if that got picked up. The fact that your laptop says you've got mail, just... I mean, I thought you had taken it off as well. So every time I hear it now, I get reminded and surprised and simultaneously shocked and bemused by it. Yeah, it's pretty good, huh? Well, it's something. Subject, James Reed's future. Dearest Spinothy, Timothy, Wimothy, and Guy. <laughs> burn, been, motherfucker. That's a burn for you. That's I command respect and you are there to be trifled with. Oh, that's so good. I've been listening to your podcast for just over a year now and your suffering has accompanied me through this lonely, lonely year. Elevating my own experiences, I lived vicariously through you. Absorbing your poetic and absurd pain through my eardrums into my unworthy brain. In all seriousness, thank you for making my days a little bit brighter, you magnificent fuckboys. This brings me to the actual reason I'm writing to you. A pitch for a cinematic universe. I love this. Recently, I was stuck in a hotel room with nothing to do as the rain poured outside, and my brother had the brilliant idea to rent a movie. <laughs> to rent a movie? 
This is me, not the letter. Yeah. From the internet, do you think, or from a video store? Pro- I'm guessing the internet. We tried to. 2017. We tried to rent a movie from the video store. We tried recently. to get toys from the video store, and the video store did not have it. We're, I currently live quite close to what must be one of the sole remaining video stores in New Zealand. You just got to hang on until you become the novelty video store. You they know? are there. There's, they've got that. They've done it. Okay. Congrats. And the only reason they're still afloat is because they sell a ton of merch. For their store, no, for, no, that would be even. Be- That's the next. Yeah, phase. exactly. What Sorry. do they sell merch for? The movie? No, for yeah, for movies. So like Star Wars wallets and backpacks, oh, and they've got yeah, like yeah, yeah. Superman and Batman okay. stuff, and you know Marvel. They're they're changing over into a regular store. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so my brother had the brilliant idea to rent a movie. He unapologetically he unapologetic film aficionado that he is picked the 2011 cinematic masterpiece The Green Hornet <laughs> oh boy I've heard about this one Seth Rogen and Christoph Waltz imagine my surprise when only five minutes in the father of Seth Rogen's character Britt Reed, appeared on screen and who would it be but one James Reed? huh now yes. of course the obvious question is that We Are Your Friends was released in 2015 four years after this middle after the superhero extravaganza first graced our screens how could this be the same James Reed, considering that he's played by the middle-aged actor Tom Wilkinson? Well, clearly, this is all part of a postmodern take on the superhero cinematic universe. Told through an anachronistic narrative, we follow the stories of various heroes such as the Green Hornet and Zakoli the Crying DJ as they battle various enemies. Oh, e- man. E- can, I, can I just say I'm lost? <laughs> A little bit? Yeah. Should we, try and, should we try and unpack it or should I just charge your head? Charge your head. You'll catch up. I think so. I agree. I am trying. Uh, follow the stories of various heroes, such as the Green Hornet and Zakoli the Crying DJs. They battle various enemies, e.g. Christoph Waltz or the inability to stop sobbing. <laughs> the connective That's tissue- a good enemy. Yeah, it's a tough one. The connective tissue between these tall tales is, you guessed it, James Reed. The man went from playing in the semi-successful New Zealand band The Feelers to being a slightly less successful alcoholic DJ to finally being the father of an alcoholic Seth Rogen. Running a successful LA newspaper, living in the San Fernando Valley, coincidence, I think not, and tragically dying from a hornet sting in his very own rose garden. He is a true tragic hero, a misunderstood genius, and goddamn if he doesn't deserve his own movie. Where's the biopic, I ask you? Where is Eddie Redmayne? Where is the Academy Award nominations? This could, should, nay, will be the first superhero movie to win the Oscar for Best Picture. And I'd be honoured if you would collaborate with me, Maximum Joseph, and Megan Oppenheimer, as well as Patrick and Michael King, reunited once again mm. on this, our magnum opus. No Sandler on this one, huh? <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Contact me ASAP. The offer expires within the next few hours, which is when oh I will hopefully God. regain my sanity. When was the scent? Anyway, that's for now. That's that for now. Thanks again for being the wonderful messes you are. Live every moment, love every day, and all the best in your future endeavours. Say my name. Best wishes, Viola. Sent. Tim, we've missed this opportunity by two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Viola, is the reason why it was a, a two-hour window to take this offer because you were on substances at the time? You've come out of the haze? Because I tell you what, you were throwing a lot of ideas out there and yeah, some of well, them I, I think... really loved. And I also didn't realise that Christoph Waltz was in The Green Hornet. Yeah, but apparently he phones it in. I thought about watching that movie Not recently. Fuck off, I won't accept that. 
Christoph Waltz doesn't phone any performance. Everyone phones something in. Nah, not Christoph Waltz. Everyone phones something in. I do you know? There's a. I watch quite a lot of interviews um, of like talk shows, just because I think they're lovely to have on in the background, sort of thing. When I'm working away on little yeah, bits yeah. of paperwork, or whatever. Christoph Waltz recently went on Colbert, and uh, a lot of people didn't like the chat because it's just so low level. Like they're just two dudes just having a very. There's there's no big laughs. There's no huge stories, no big gags, it's no massive anecdotes. Two guys having just regular two guys conversation. Kind of going, hey, do you like the theatre? Yeah, I do. It's just kind of that for like six minutes, and I really loved it. You loved it, yeah, I did. Christoph Waltz has such a warmth to him. He's like a fabulous grandpa. He's a pretty uh, bloody devilishly handsome grandpa. Yeah, that's true. Easy now. Look out, gra- hey daughters, lock up your grandmas. That's right. <laughs> Christoph Waltz is, is on the prowl. Hey. Is he married, I wonder? Almost definitely. Dear brave, kind, and beautiful boys. Hello. I'm a few weeks behind, but I decided watch the movie. Some people, huh? The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unflappable guy Montgomery <laughs> has been flapped. I'm a few weeks behind, but I decided I'd watch the movie once through before getting to the director's commentary apps. This has been my tradition in previous seasons, as then I can wrap my head around with uh, the nonsense happening on screen for the first watch and listen more closely to the director's revelations during a second screening. Oh, good on I you. love the level of commitment. I'm only about now through We Are Your Friends, but I had to stop and send a donation message your way because holy shit, <laughs> this movie is truly terrible. <laughs> to have watched it so many times is a Herculean effort and you deserve financial recompense for your suffering. And the last two thirds of that paragraph... All in caps. <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. I love the idea of being midway through being like, whoa, this movie sucks so bad. I've got to give someone some money. That's yeah. how terrible this flick is. I was actually, I can't remember, I was talking to someone recently They because they didn't know that we were in the throes of our third season. They're yeah. like, what movie are you doing? And I said, where are your friends? And they said, is that a comedy? Like with a real wicked look in their eyes. Like, well, you guys are fucked if that's what you're doing. And I was like, no. And that sort of unlocked the keys to what's been so difficult. Is this is not... And this is like... Sex and the Two was ostensibly also a comedy. Sex and the City 2 was a kind of comedy, yeah. This is not remotely a comedy. Uh, comedy would not be under the list of like genre for this uh, film. No, you're right. Fuck. It's, yeah, it's a drama. And that's how... But the, it, has, uh, it does have moments of comedy. Of course. But anyway. Everything should though, I think. So I will continue. And it, comedies need drama. Of course. At least So fuck genres. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Yeah, cool, man. At least Grown Ups 2 and Sex and the City 2 was so devoid of meaning and coherent plot that you could kind of tune out to enjoy the absurdity. But this movie tries so hard to make you care about a group of central characters who are such fucking assholes that it's utterly unbearable. <laughs> the only exception being maybe Poor Squirrel, who at the time I paused the movie is having a revelation in the dated sushi shop that he should probably get some better friends and try to be a better human. Yeah. And I know how this movie is going to reward him for that out-of-the-box thinking. Yeah. I'll turn down the all caps because having only watched roughly three-fifths of the movie, I have no right to compare my pale anger to your true suffering. Your hair is in my eyes and I wish you well for the rest of your endeavors. Stay strong, friends. If by any chance this makes it onto a friend zone, you are welcome to say my name. Hugs and kisses for your emotional well-being, Jess. Thank you, Jess. Jess, I feel like you're a human being who's got a ton of empathy. And uh, mm. I want you to use that to make the world a better place. Um, thank you so much for your donation and for your emotional support. We hugely appreciate it. Absolutely we do. 
Uh, and that's, I think that's uh, that's about it. F- Look for- on that fabulous little note. I think we'll be off. Hey, yeah. It's I'm been- going to go Google if Christoph Waltz is married or not. What are you going to do with that information? Have it. <laughs> you know. What am I going to do with any information, guy? I don't know. Like, you know, if you're researching whether or not Christoph Waltz is in New Zealand, I'd be like, oh, you might go and find Christoph Waltz. But if you find he's married or not married... I don't think it's going to have any bearing on your behavior. I'm intellectually curious. Some things are just <laughs> worth knowing. You know? Not everything has to be how to build a boat just so you can build a boat. Sometimes you want to know if Christoph Waltz is married or not. Have you done it? Are you doing it right now? Yeah. Is he, All right. Well, he's, is he? He's got four children. He's, his first marriage was to psychotherapist Jackie. The couple raised Miriam Leon and Rachel. He's now married to Judith Holst. And the couple have one daughter together. And ha- may I ask how long have they been married Judith and he uh, one moment thank you, <laughs> you just everyone hold on for a second the guy's looking something up for me uh, I can't believe you're claiming he phoned it in for Green Hornet I kind of want to watch that movie now just to see Christoph Waltz's look, they don't specify but their daughter okay. was born in 2005 okay. so All I right. guess you don't have to give know. me that tone that's not a tone you're giving me a tone look it's not what you said it's how you said it this has gone wrong <laughs> hey everybody thank you very much for joining us in the friend zone um, what are we oh we are in the throes of trying to tee up when the Auckland um, live vet will be uh, we're actually, truth be told, trying to tee up a screening of the film, but um, it might prove to be prohibitively expensive. In which yeah. case, we will just do a because uh, we want to do episode. we want we wanted to do the art house screening. We're still saving the black and white. Uh, we've <clears throat> one of our fans, and I forgot. Sorry, what's his name? I, 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 I'm really sl- sorry. I, I, we'll figure that out. I've and give got you a the shout file out. on my computer. Um, Someone did a great remix of the film for us to watch, which we will. We uh, sought legal advice from the distributors themselves, Studio Canal uh, in New Zealand, to say, can we please do a screening of this edited version? And they were like, mm, hi, thanks for reaching out. No. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, that's probably fair enough. I could have seen that coming. Um, so now we're investigating whether or not we could screen the the actual film. We are your friends. Anyway, this is relevant for about six people listening. So, we're going to round off here. You can find us at a website I haven't updated in about 18 months, firstidearofalltime.com. But what I would invite you to do, and we've got a very great Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash time. but go to the fucking subreddit. Get involved. I really, I want that community to live on. I want it to be an active little community. I really do. Reddit.com slash r We usually go to the Reddit. T-W-I-R. O-A-T. We usually go there during the, the friend zone. Do you so want me we'll, to do one? No, nah, no. Nah, we'll, we'll He's going to do one. Okay. He's going to do He's one. He's going to do one. The latest comment is a post says, uh, you know, I actually worked at Kmart. That was posted a day ago. And it says, not sure why I ever thought to bring that up here. It's one of two jobs where I intentionally slept on the job. Ask me anything. And then there's a series of questions and answers. <laughs> the first question being... How often do those self-inflating rafts destroy three to four miles? Uh, anyway, look, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much, everybody. See you, everybody. Bye. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.